Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Let us stand to our feet and give God praise in the house of the Lord. Come on. He's all-powerful. He's almighty. The scripture speaks of God and says that he's not a man. He's not human. And many times we don't consider just how big God is in our lives. We serve a wonderful God. And he's worthy to be praised and lifted up. Amen. Amen. We're not able in our own ability. He gives us the breath of life. He gives us the opportunity to use our limbs. He brought us into this house this morning. Therefore, he's worthy to be praised well above the praise that we're able to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify you, God. We glorify you, Lord Jesus. We lift up your holy name. Only you are worthy, O oh God. Oh God, as they begin this service, begin to bless each and every one here. Bless these young children this morning, oh God. Oh God, as they begin to praise you and worship you and sing and lift up their name, lift up your holy name, oh God, we will bless and honor your name. In Jesus' name, worship with us. Child of God. 
into the night, wanting a place to hide this weary soul.
church today in the presence of the Lord. Children's church can be dismissed in Jesus' name. Children's church can be dismissed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm mean, glad to be in church today. Said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hey, it's wonderful to have everybody today. Any and all of our guests, great to have you. Awesome having Rex and Billy Joe all the way from up north. Great to see Elder Hutto here. Sister Crystal, what a phenomenal message you preached. Thank you. Early morning service, the Cole family, great to have y'all with us. And I was so excited to see Brandon. I hadn't seen Brandon in a while. Man, it's awesome having you in church today. And, uh, yesterday, our food ministry served Thanksgiving meals. Turkey, sides, full bag of groceries. And they ended up serving 225 families. Now, just to say, that's going to be 714 men, women, and children that are going to have a nice Thanksgiving meal. Thanks to your giving, but thanks to all those that helped. Sister Devon, Sister Cologne, all, all those that helped, would you stand? Let us give them, uh, let's give honor to whom honor is due. Would y'all stand? Thank y'all so Everybody that came out and helped, stand up. Thank you so much for your help yesterday. And also those that aren't here, we had several motorcycle clubs that came out. And man, they worked. And that was a lot of food to give out. And it was tremendous time. Amen. How many is getting ready for a great Thanksgiving? So Tuesday night, just to let you know, we don't have a midweek service because of Thanksgiving. Many cooking, many are preparing meals, many are traveling, and some, many have already traveled, and they're in other places today, but it's awesome to see you. After service, we're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner together, and we've got 80 seats outside, and then we've got, I think, about 40 seats in the foyer, uh, so for any of those that don't feel comfortable going outside, or our elders, uh, we've got a place for each and every one of you. It's going to be about a beautiful 73 degrees, though, so you really can't beat the weather. Let's fellowship. Have a great time together. Amen. If you would, turn with me to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10 and 2 Timothy chapter 3. Mark chapter 10, 2 Timothy chapter 3. How many people, you don't have to raise your hand, have already had the flu or strep throat or some other virus this season? Raise your hand, just, you know. But many have because it's contagious. And I'm going to say that and then I'm going to pick that back up a few minutes. Mark chapter 10, then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, blind man, Bartimaeus, but we'll call him Bart for the rest of the service, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
And the people that were around him, it says many rebuked him, told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. So, And I'm in the NIV right now. They called the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. And it descriptively says he threw his cloak aside. I'm sure his anticipation and excitement so much that he just had to do something, so he threw his coat over to the side. Jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. 2 Timothy 2, chapter 3. Promise these tie together. This know also that in the last days, King James Version, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud. You ever known anybody that loved their self? I'm not talking about they love them, I'm talking about they love themselves. Covetous. Have you ever met a boaster? Somebody that's proud. Blasphemers. 2023, I'm sure you've never seen anyone be disobedient to their parents, right? Never. Unthankful. Unthankful. Unholy. It goes on without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. Notice what the apostle says, but denying the power thereof. And then he gives us advice and a recommendation. He said, from such, turn away. From such, turn away. I want to preach for a few minutes on the subject of avoiding unthanksgiving. Avoiding unthanksgiving. I take that from the scripture in 2 Timothy 3 where it says unthankful. Avoiding unthanksgiving. Pastor Parks, would you lead us in prayer? Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask, oh Lord God, that you would anoint our pastor today. Oh God, allow our ears to be open and attend of our hearts to be open. Oh God, your word lets us know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And without it, it's impossible to please you. Lord, help us to overcome selfishness today. And through your word, help us to be more thankful. We ask, O oh Lord, that you would bless this word and bless the hearers of it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand of praise. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. You can be seated in Jesus' name after that. Avoiding unthanksgiving. In America, we have several important holidays. Easter is the day that we celebrate the risen King. July 4th, we celebrate our nation's independence. In May, anybody know what happens in May? We, we celebrate Mother's Day. 
and, and in June, Father's Day. Scripture does tell us to honor our father and mother that our days may be long. So, so we should do that. We have Memorial Day and Veterans Day, which we just celebrated the latter, and the Scripture tells us to give honor to whom honor is due, tribute to whom tribute is due. And, and we also have Christmas, which is drawing closer and closer, that we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the child that was born that would be King of kings and Lord of lords. And then we have other days. We have Martin Luther King Jr., birthday or day. We have Labor Days. We have President's Days, important days, grandparents' days. I'm one of those now. I count myself among them. But Thanksgiving, now hear me for a second. Thanksgiving is a day that we know to be that we each and every one of us give thanks. Thanksgiving is one of the holidays, though, of all the holidays most of the holidays are about things, are about people, about their memory, about what they did, and it's very important. But Thanksgiving is one of the holidays that if you actually practice what we preach on Thanksgiving, it can change us for the good if we embrace the spirit of it. Can I get an amen? amen. The Puritans celebrated it as a day of God's providence and blessings. It was a day and a time that they gave thanks for the harvest. Now our harvest is not like theirs. If, if, if the corn didn't grow, they didn't eat. We go to Walmart. Somewhere. And, uh, and, and, and so they, it was a time of celebration of their harvest. They were thankful to God for what He had brought them. And in 2023, I believe we all can say we have had some harvest times in our life and hopefully some harvest times recently, some times of plenty, some times that we just want to thank God for. We just want to come in here and lift our hands and say, thank you, Lord. Now, anybody want to do that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for what you've done in my life. Thank you, God, for what you've my harvest. Somebody, somebody ought to go ahead and thank him for the harvest. Even if you haven't seen it yet, you ought to give him praise for the harvest that's on the way. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thanksgiving. As we need to celebrate Christ on Christmas, resurrection power on Easter, independence on the 4th of July, and respect for our mothers and our fathers on their days. We need to be aware of a movement in society to try to remove thankfulness from our lives. I'm cautioning us this morning about unthanksgiving. Unthanksgiving leads to unthanks living. The Apostle Paul tells us to beware or aware. Actually, in the NIV, he says, mark this. 2 Timothy 3 and 1, mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. Amen. Not saying that it's the last day, but in the time, in this season, in this era of the last days, people will love themselves. They will love money. They will be boastful, proud, abusive, 
disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. And that ungrateful there in the KJV is interpreted unthankful. He is warning us that people, humanity, people in our lives, people that are around us in the last days would be thankful. And we need to know it is imperative that we be thankful. It, it, it's, it's important that we live a thankful life, that we make sure we have an attitude of gratitude. The Bible tells us to be thankful. It actually tells us in Psalms 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter, it says, into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him. There it is again, and bless His name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Are you thankful for the manna that God has provided you in this day and in this hour? If you have, then enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Can I tell somebody this morning? Sister Lane, would you come right up here for me? I just want a quick illustration. These guys are manning the gates. We're going to say they're angels. And they've got hold of the gate. You ever been up to a gate before and somebody had to open the gate to let you in? Yeah. And so they're manning the gates. And she comes up here and she tells them, I've had a bad day. I had a bad day. Gates are staying closed. Go ahead and praise him. Go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't thank him yet. I'm going to back up on that. Something happens when you thank him. But before that, it sure is rough. It sure is rough. My job's bad. My job's bad. My children haven't been so obedient to me. My children haven't been so obedient to me. And, and, and so... And so she wants to, the presence of God, and I just want you to think of it an illustration as the presence of God, because in our altar, God's presence is so often here. And so I want you to think of that this way. And you can praise, and you can clap, and you can lift your hands, and you can shout, but the Bible says to enter, in, enter through His gates you have to enter with thanksgiving and then into his courts with praise. So often we find ourselves hindered giving praise and wondering why it's not a breakthrough praise. We give him glory and we wonder why we don't feel anything like we did the last time. We, we give him praise and it's just not as anointed perhaps as what it was two weeks ago. But the key word and a key attitude has not been given here. But as soon as she comes up and she just says, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All of a sudden, those gates are opened up and she's able to enter into his courts with praise. Come on into his courts with praise. Come on. Hey, 
Thanksgiving and praise help us not only physically, but emotionally and spiritually. Recognizing that everything we have and everything we are, it is from God who gives it to us. It is He that made us and not we ourselves. Yes, yes, we have to work to eat. We have to earn a paycheck. We have to provide for our house. Meaning I have to punch a clock in here. Anybody, you got to punch a clock. you got to be there at 8 or at 7 or at 6 in the morning. And you got to punch that clock. And others are in the military serving us or some run a business. Do we have any business owners in here? You, you, you have to run a business. And maybe you don't punch a clock, but you, you have that that God has blessed you with. And, and we all do something. Some have earned the, the honor of the honor distinction of being retired. Anybody retired in here? Stand up if you're retired. And let's give them a hand. And you, you've earned that right to be retired. And, and, and that's a blessing. But can I tell you what we have and what we, the ability to earn it and the mind to think the things we think and the body to work and to actually function. It is from God and God alone. And I'm thankful. If we look at Bartimaeus, he was blind. He didn't have the same abilities that I have. But yet that didn't keep him from magnifying the Lord of glory when he saw him. Psalms 118 and 17 says this. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Elder Hutto, I was so, I hope you don't mind me sharing. I was so excited when I talked to you yesterday. Uh, this brother, he had open heart surgery in May. Is that right? Back in May. And, and it's been a struggle since then. If you know anything about open heart, it takes a while to recover up to a year but and he'd been struggling but i talked to him last night and i said how's your week been how are you doing he said i've been doing pretty good Praise God. i wanted to shout when i heard that because i've been praying for him and i knew god hey, brother Hato, could i say this 118 of psalm 17 i shall not die but live and declare the works of the chasing me sore, but he had not given me over unto death. And then it says in verse 19, open to me the gate. There's that word again. Open the gates. I'm talking about some gates today in your life. Some have been hindered behind some gates. And I want to open those gates up for you and share with you how to open those gates this morning. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go in into them and I will praise the Lord. about certain things when I look in the mirror 
but He made me in His image. So if I'm complaining, I'm complaining about Him. I didn't get too many amens on that. He gave me life. He gave me life. I'm breathing right now because He gave that to me. My heart's beating right now because He gave that to me. And I am thankful. He let me live and not die. And I give Him praise. And I walk through the gate of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. You see, you were made in His image. You ought to thank Him. He thought enough of you to put His image in your life and upon you. He designed you with Himself. trends aren't as thankful as they once were. Entitlement has swept into not only our nation, but if you go around the world, it is in our world. I has replaced us. Me has replaced we. The statement, the scripture, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me has been ridiculed as people say, I did it. And I made it. And this attitude and this mindset has become infectious. As infectious as the flu. An attitude without gratitude. Paul told Timothy, know this, in the last days perilous times shall come. Why? Because men will become lovers of their own self if we're not careful. And we're around too many people that really love themselves and don't love anybody else and they do not love God. That attitude and mindset and mentality will become infectious. And it will, you will, if we test you for that spiritual influenza, you'll come up positive if you are around it too much. If we're not careful, we'll listen to the naysayers and the negative Nellies and the critical Camerons and the bad attitude Bennies, and we can become a lover of our own self. Thinking we controlled our destiny and not the Lord. Because we listen to it, and it starts to affect us. It will start to affect you. I know how you are. You're like me. You think I'm strong. I can handle it. I can be around this guy at work that just comes up to me all the time complaining about everybody. Probably disobedient to his parents. He loves his own self. And, and he just cried. Have you ever been around those people? Just I mean, You're never going to hear a positive word come out of their mouth. Their boss is bad, and if you become their boss, you're bad. And they're not going to like anything. If you're around them too much, that attitude is going to infect you. You're going to test positive for the influenza before it's over. Said so you're going to have the influenza before it's over with. Says, lovers of money. It's all it's about. Boastful. Proud. Abusive even. 
disobedient to their parents. I know we don't have any children in 2023 that are disobedient to their parents. I'm not, I'm not talking about a little bit, but we don't have children that are going to be disobedient to their teachers, do we? Or disobedient to their leadership. You see, this is how this is how it works. This is why you got to be careful who you're around, because your children will go out to somebody they go to school with his house, and they come home, and they start being disobedient to you. You need to you need to wake up and realize, okay, this is not my child. This is not how I taught them. This is not how they are. And, and you need to, if they're at a young age, you need to protect them from some of these that are disobedient, that are allowed to be disobedient. And, and, and because that's going to bleed off. It's going to become infectious. They're going to get that influenza. Ungrateful are in the King James. Unthankful. We have to avoid unthanksgiving. Thanksgiving gets us through the gates that our praise becomes effective. Oh, hallelujah. But he tells us, you better watch out for the naysayers and the proud and the disobedient and the unthankful and the ones that are lovers of their own selves. They're unholy. They're without natural affection. They are false accusers and they despise those that are good. Sometimes they're people that live for God once but they walked away and they want you to walk away too. Sometimes they're people that, that they, they got a problem with everything good. They're despisers of everything that is good. It says traitors right after tells us right here, he gives us great advice that we should follow. They have a form of godliness. They can talk the talk, walk the walk, look the look, but he says turn away from these because they deny the power thereof. Oh, pastor, I can, I can handle it. I can handle it. You know, I just, I just let them talk. I, I, I just let them bend. Amen. Anybody? Maybe I'm preaching to me. Maybe I'm just, just talking to myself. Up here. And, 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 and it's, it, it doesn't matter what they used to be. It matters what they are now. And if you get that affluenza, could it be? If they are these, we should stay away. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about your workplace environment. I want, to think, I want you to think about where you're going to be this week for Thanksgiving. And, and, and you've got to think about this and, and stay away. The naysayers, the proud, the disobedient, the unthankful, the ones that love their own selves, the unholy, they're going to try to convince you to be just like them, without natural affection, false accusers, despisers of those that are good, traitors, and lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And if I don't stay away, I'm going to test positive for influenza before it's over with. 
They can swab me and I'm going to be positive for this. And, and, and the one that has eye fluenza or meitis, they work on transforming and, and before long it becomes everyone owes me. And I get an amen. It's always someone else's fault. It's never my mistake. It's always somebody else. And the attitude, good or bad, it's always about me. It's either about my victory, or it's about my defeat, or it's about the trial I'm going through, but it's never about you. It's about me. And that's why we come to the house of God. And that's why we come in here on Thanksgiving. And that's why what happens to us in this place, hopefully on Thanksgiving, transforms our lives and our mindset because we won't leave here the same way that we came. Because we will leave here realizing how good God is and all that He has done for us. And the fact that He has given us the victory. And the reason I breathe is because He lets me. And the reason my heart beats because He allows that. And the reason I am, if I'm anything, the reason I am that is only because of Him and it is not because of me. You see, you got to protect your attitude of gratitude. Because if they can seal that, then they can lock the gate of God. And you'll find that your praise is no longer effective. Your praise doesn't seem to get the breakthrough that you need anymore. Oh, hallelujah. I hear enough I on the news. Enough me on social media. But thanksgiving and praise gives God the glory. Thanksgiving and praise gives God the glory. Thanksgiving and praise helps correct my own eye fluenza. And I'm talking to me too. That throughout your week or my week, we have contracted. And then we come in here and we thank Him. And we say, thank you, Lord. And spiritually, you saw it physically, but spiritually, some gate opens up when we start giving Him thanks. Something happens when we start saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for all you've done. Because then that next step, our praise suddenly becomes anointed. And I'm not just clapping my hands and I'm not just lifting my hands and I'm not just lifting my voice and I'm not just giving God praise. But I am in His presence. I have stepped into His courts. I have gone beyond the gates. And now I am in a place that He is receiving my praise. Why? Because I here and I get in the altar and all of a sudden I throw my hands up in the air. I'm, I'm putting it all on God. God, it's not me. It's you. It's all about you. And all I, 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 I can't, because if you keep it, it's going to be on you and it's going to weigh you down. But when you, when you lift up those holy hands to the Lord without wrath and without doubt, he, all of a sudden you cast your cares upon
It's the path. It's the way. So when the world wants to infect me, when the world wants to infect me, and it does, I have to bring back and check myself before I wreck myself. Can I tell you a secret? We can all succumb to this plague. None of us are immune from it. If we listen to enough bad attitudes, ultimately we're going to have a bad attitude. If we listen to enough naysayers, ultimately we're going to be saying nay. If we listen to enough proud people and we're around it long enough, we're going to be proud. They're going to tell us we got a right to be proud. And, 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 and we will get consumed by what they're consumed by. That's why Paul says, from such, you turn away. Because if I get like that, even though I'm a pastor in the church, if I let my attitude get like that, I can't live like that. I can't have that. I got to recognize it. And often when I recognize it, I can look at, and I'm not saying you need to blame people because blame needs to come on you, but I can look often and I can point to somebody that I have been around and allowed myself to be around, sometimes for the sake of witnessing. Can I get an amen? amen. And their attitude has bled off on me. Anybody else been through that? Oh, yeah. What, what their naysay, their unthankfulness, their affluenza has infected me. It's become contagious and it closes the gate of God to me when I'm no longer thankful for what the Lord has done in my life. One article from Berkeley, a study, it said narcissism, materialism, and envy. This is a Bible. This is a study, science study. And envy may even cause people's gratitude to degrade over time. The 2017 study found that undergraduate students with higher levels of narcissism, along with cynicism, materialism, and envy, at the beginning of the study were less grateful two months later, even after controlling for their gratitude levels at the beginning of the study. Why might narcissism have this negative association with gratitude? And one possibility, it says, is entitlement. Individuals high in narcissism may not even notice, listen to this, that a gift has occurred because they believe they are entitled to the benefit. Have you ever given somebody something, I mean something nice? And they're just... Didn't even say thank you. They thought you owed it to them. They thought they just didn't. Anybody ever done that? They, they thought they, they just deserved that. So they didn't even say thank you or it was a very minimal thank you. And, and, and that's what they're saying. And, and it goes on. In narcissism, they may not even notice that a gift has occurred because they believe they're entitled to the benefit. But the study goes on how to build the gratitude muscle. And while there's evidence that gratitude activities may work better for some people than others, research suggests that there are exercises you can do 
that will build your gratitude muscle. Now, I'm not going to go into those, but a 2017 analysis, 38 graduate studies concluded that, graduate, that gratitude interventions can have positive benefits for people in terms of well-being, happiness, life satisfaction, grateful mood, grateful disposition, positive effect, and they can result in decreases in depressive symptoms. Science told me that. But long before science ever told me that, the Bible told me that. When I am thankful, something happens. When I get up here and I give God thanks, I walk through a gate and I enter into a court and I'm able to give Him praise. And when I give Him praise, God inhabits the praises of His people. Can I tell you, yokes are destroyed. God does an amazing work in your life. I'm getting ready to close so y'all can go eat dressing, but I need a blind Bartimaeus. You'll be blind. Come, come up here, blind Bartimaeus. And, 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 and just kind of take a seat right there. Just kind of, you, you, and you just, here, let me find you something. None of these pumpkins have holes in them. Here you go. Hold that out. Come give him some. And, and blind Bartimaeus is here and he's blind and he's sitting by the highway begging and, and all of a sudden he heard Jesus was coming by I need a Jesus Jesus is coming by and Bartimaeus says Jesus Jesus that son of David, that son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And then he starts getting louder. Jesus. Oh, son Jesus. Of David. Oh, Jesus. Have mercy on me. And, and, and then the ushers <laughs> tried to settle him down. Quieten down, Bart. Be quiet, Bart. Quit making a commotion. But the more they told him to be quiet, the louder he got. Lord Jesus. You're amazing, Jesus. You're amazing, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. Bartimaeus is blind. He has every reason. He has every reason to be upset. He's got every reason to sit here and, and he's got sight. He's got sight, she's got sight, he's got sight, she's got sight, she's got... Why do I not have sight? Jesus, why do I not have sight? Jesus, why can't I see? But it's not what he's saying. He's just crying out, Jesus, the son of David, lion of the tribe of Judah, great I am. Oh, God in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Jesus, Bart didn't care how loud his praise got. The ushers kept telling him, be quiet. Be quiet. Settle down. Bartimaeus just lifted that other hand and kept praising him and kept praising him.
Jesus. He didn't care. It says Jesus stopped and said, call it. He threw his cloak aside. Give me my coat over there. He was so excited. He was sitting there. He had him. He didn't even worry about his jar. He threw his coat down on the ground and he got up and he made it to Jesus. And Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. And Jesus said, go. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight. And the Father of Jesus. Thank you. He wasn't negative. He wasn't condescending. He didn't listen to the ones that sat around him and told him, Bartimaeus, it's not fair. I had a penny party a little while back. A little, it's not fair. And then I needed to check myself, figure out who I've been hanging around with. Well, some ain't right. I'm not saying it's somebody's fault, but my fault. But I was having a pity party. There will be times in your life you feel overlooked. There'll be times in your life you feel overstressed. There'll be times in your life you feel like you've been treated unfairly. There will be times in your life you're overworked. There'll be times in your life you're broke. Times in your life you just experience pain, whether it's physical or emotional. And you must realize the path to healing isn't by doing everything that everybody else is doing. It's by having a mindset, an attitude of gratitude. It's by being thankful, recognizing, and avoiding unthankfulness. I want to avoid unthankfulness. And I want to rejoice in what the Lord is doing. I've got two scriptures and I'm ready to close. Y'all help me. Come let us sing into the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Praise team, you might as well come back. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. Oh, come, let us sing into the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with... What are we talking about? Thanksgiving. Somebody say Thanksgiving. Let us come before His presence and make a joyful noise unto Him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills also. The sea is His and He made it. His hands formed, notice what the psalmist is doing. His hands formed the dry land. Oh come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is God and we are the people of His pasture, the sheep of His hand. Harden not your heart in the day of provocation. And I close with this, Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness, the NIV, be evident to all. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your
your minds in Christ Jesus. God's wanting to touch somebody. Is there somebody right now? See, our praise, what our praise does is it takes the attention off of us and it puts it on God. When I clap my hands, when I shout, it's not about me. It's about Him. When Jesus, or when Bart was crying out, Jesus, thou son of David, it wasn't about Him anymore. It wasn't about His jar. It wasn't about His need necessarily. It was about Jesus. It was about getting His attention. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Sometimes, you just got to cry out and get Jesus' attention. I think God's wanting to do something in this place in someone's life. Is there somebody that you just stand up and shout Jesus one time?
Thank you. 